Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Minor Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I'll be talking about the comments made by Gary Neville and Jimmy Carragher yesterday in the Monday Night Football show on Sky Sports concerning um, the poor start by My United led by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer this season. Um, Ole, of course, has come under a lot of scrutiny um, this last couple of weeks because of Brian Ayer's poor performances. And Guy Neville launched another defense of, uh, well, made statements in defense of Ole concerning the state of Brian Ayer at the moment. And I would like to talk about some of the things Guy Neville said in defense of Ole. And I also like to respond to some of the comments Jamie Carragher made in criticism of Ole. So, with that being said, let's get right into it. Alright, you're welcome back to the show. Thank you for staying tuned. Uh, before I proceed, I'd just like to remind you guys that um, do not forget to like, subscribe or follow depending on the uh, podcast platform you're using to listen to this podcast so that you'll be notified of future episodes of this program. Alright, thank you so much uh, for your usual support. Okay, back to the topic of the day. So, last night on the Monday Night Football Show, on Sky Sports, Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher were discussing Ole's performances so far as Man United manager this season. And of course, we all know that Ole has been having a difficult time uh, for the past couple of weeks as Man United manager. Many of us fans think he's not good enough for the job and should be asked to leave. Uh, but um, Gary Neville, Rio Ferdinand, Paul Scholes and other members of the class of 92 have given their support to Ole Gunnar Sukhsa and Garinevi made some statements yesterday in support of his um, former teammate Ole and he actually stated that he was not going to call him out despite the pressures on social media uh, on Twitter that um, Gary Neville should call Ole out for his poor performances as my United manager this season. And Gary said that he never asked for Wenger to be sacked. He never asked for Steve King to be sacked. And he will not do that now for his friend, his former teammate, his mate, Ole Gunnar He will not do that. Now, if you look at that, what does this mean? It means that um, the criticisms that were leveled at Jose Mourinho, LVG, and other coaches who struggled uh, while they were managers of other clubs was uncalled for. What's the point? Just because he's your friend, you cannot, on a professional level, say he's doing poorly and performing poorly and he has to do better. Come on. I don't think... I, I think it is love and 
it is true friends that tell people the truth sugarcoating making differences for him when it's obvious that he's out of his debt is not being a true friend in my opinion you don't cover the failings or the flaws of somebody when he's obviously uh, and try to paint him out as good when it's obvious that he's not good enough so saying that i i get it that gary i mean only maybe your former teammate is your friend you like him and therefore you will not criticize him but are you doing that because it is what is best for the club or what is best for you or what is best for your friendship with Ole? i think these are the things we need to look at and of course these media companies pay gary never to talk and say all sort of things on their platforms okay and sometimes some of the double standard could be good business for the company but for we my united fans we have we, we don't have that luxury or uh, we are not we are not being paid to say bullshit so we can say our minds we will always say our minds Ole definitely has his supporters no doubt about that there are people who still believe that Ole needs time to get things right i'm not of the view because i have seen that Ole cannot win trophies for this club he, he doesn't have what it takes even with good players at his disposal he doesn't know how to get the best out of them but it is one thing to have average players or poor players and you're not getting the results the desired results it's another thing to have the good players and yet you're able to get the best out of them it is for this same reason lampard was sacked last season and chelsea is reaping the benefits at the moment why should man united give ole all the time in the world just because he had been giving us Champions League football for the past two seasons. It is not that we have been able to, you know, it's not like we have been doing very well in the Champions League. We've been getting knocked out in the first round. So, getting what is the point of getting the Champions League if you will not go far into the tournament? You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, Gary Neville um, also hinted that because former we've hired um, world-class managers in the past, so therefore we should give Ole time, or we should keep Ole because other managers have failed, other world-class managers have failed. So I don't get the logic behind that. If you hire somebody who is qualified for the job, and he fails to meet your expectations and you fire him does it make sense to hire somebody who is not qualified to do the job of somebody who is qualified because the person whom you hired who was qualified failed it doesn't make any sense you simply look for another qualified person to do the job it just it just makes sense it's just common sense it's just simple logic United clearly have hired somebody who is unqualified or who is incompetent. 
should we not stick with him because he has done gone beyond our expectations even though he's still falling short of our expectations of what an elite manager should be therefore we should keep him no it doesn't make any sense to me guy neville also said that if ole wins a trophy and wins top four it's because he that's success but he has said that other managers world-class managers have failed now this is what gary Neville is calling failure lvg came fourth and fifth in his two seasons in charge and won an fa cup trophy jose Mourinho came sixth he came second and got sacked his third season yet won three trophies europa league FA, i mean europa league um carabao cup and the community shield so those are four trophies from two managers who are considered failures and only who is considered moving the right direction um you know is making progress you know he's said to be making progress and could be potentially be successful and has delivered nothing except to deliver second and third positions and getting knocked out in semi-finals and one final now that is the progress um that is what gary never is trying to sell to us fans is better than what the world-class managers did bringing four trophies in five years in five years, we, we won four trophies, three of them major trophies. You know? So, I don't get the logic by Gary Neville. Gary Neville obviously has double standards because of his mate. And he's, he's now unashamedly saying his feelings that he will, he will defend who he wants to defend and criticize who he wants to criticize. And that is a terrible... That is a terrible situation from respected pundits like Gary Neville. Jamie Carragher, on the other hand, was much more um, sincere and realistic of his expectations and his views of Ole. And I believe many Man United fans will agree with him, even if they are Ole in fans. <coughs> Excuse me. Jamie Carragher said, he believes only has done a good job to bring in my united to this point that they are in which is true my united have undoubtedly made good strides since the fallout of Mourinho. ole has done okay he has done okay remember the statistics i i mentioned in the previous podcast ole has only won 58 games well in the premier league and he has drawn about 38 of them or so, or 32 of them. Well, let me say that Ole has lost and drawn more games combined than games he has won, which is average. He has over 60 draws and defeats, while he has about 58 victories in the Premier League alone, not including knockout competitions in the Champions League, Europa League, FA Cup, Carabao Cup. I'm sure if you add all the all those games together, the the win ratio will improve. 
but okay, Ole has done okay to bring us to the level that we are in. But is he good enough to take us to the level of, or will he ever get to the level of Klopp, Pep, or Tuchel while being my United manager? Jimmy Carragher does not think so, and I agree with him. He is not at that level. He does not have the tactical acumen, the tactical nous, the capacity, the skill set to manage Manchester United as it is right now. He has assembled a talented group of players, but he doesn't know how to get the best out of them. And there are clear weaknesses in this team. And he failed to address them. For example, it is clear that Wambisaka is deficient going forward. And for an attacking team like Manchester United, we need somebody who has a better end product going forward than Wambisaka. So Wambisaka at the best is a good backup for a quality fullback. If I was Ole, I would have gone for Desert Dumfries after the European Championship, seeing what he could do going forward. He's that kind of fullback we need. And I believe we can get it from Inter if we ever want him. I'm not sure we would spend as much as they spent in selling Hakimi to PSG. We can get somebody like Denzel Dumfries, who is very good going forward, can contribute, can score goals, and decent defensively. Wambisaka, no doubt, is very good defensively, but he has been erratic um, this last one year. Sometimes he does well, sometimes he does terrible. His tackles have not been as excellent as before. You know, so Wambisaka um, clearly has issues, but he's a decent defender. And we need to replace somebody like him or to bring somebody who will push Wambisaka. You know, uh, Dalot is not going to get the best out of Wambisaka. Having Dalot as cover or Brandon Williams, they won't clearly. So we are stuck with Wambisaka. But Wambisaka is not the, our weakest link. Obviously, we all know that the defensive midfield, central midfield areas are weak. Uh, biggest weaknesses the defensive midfield Matic has age is catching up with Matic Matic against um, Leicester City did okay he did okay but he can't he doesn't have the pace to cover the way a Fred will cover he doesn't have the tenacity or the pace Fred has now where Fred is lacking is the stamina and the height that Matic has and the passing range. Fred doesn't have that. So you see, so we need somebody who will play the Matic role while Matic be or he either pushed out of the club or is um, rotated with the you know, the first choice defensive midfielder. While Fred McTominay will battle it out with Pogba and Donovan de Beek. Eventually, some of them will become surplus to requirements and they could be sold out of the club. McTominay, Fred, Van de Beek, Pogba, four people, you know, that is, they are clearly surplus to requirements. So, unless one of them will be rotated with Bruno Fernandes, and Bruno is almost untouchable because of his returns. 
with go returns and assists okay so these are the issues but it would have been a nice problem to have if we had strengthened in that midfield but it i it is abundantly clear right now that no matter how who you put in the midfield even if we signed a defensive midfielder Ole will probably still play you know will, will probably still be playing crap football because the team is not properly coached movement the players don't know when to move don't know how to recycle possession they don't know how to transition properly everything is just poor and it, it, that comes down to the coaching so it is possible that the team is trying to gel but gel in where in the defense no we sent Varane, we sent sancho we sent ronaldo Sancho, um, yes, he's trying to feel his way into the team, and he's he may not get himself until probably next season. Ronaldo is playing the graveyard shift. Ronaldo, as we know, is not going to run the way Cavani or Marshall or Rashford will run or press. So he picks his moments, and the way our team is set up, we are not playing to Ronaldo's strength, and that is a big problem for us right now and it again is boiled down to the coaching a good coach would have fixed these problems a long time ago and even look at the set piece coach we signed we are as bad we are as bad as ever defending set pieces two of leicester's goals came from set pieces the other day and we're supposedly hired a a, a set piece coach to help us improve defending and attacking on set pieces. So what is going on? What is going on with that club? Really? So a lot is on Ole, Ole a lot of these problems stops at Ole's desk. And Gary Neville should be able to call him out for that on a professional level. He he can state that I love Ole, he's my mate, he's my friend. But he's clearly failing in these areas. He's not getting the best out of this place. And he needs to do something about it. That would be fair. That would be a balanced criticism. I don't think too many people will fault him if he says things this way. But I doubt if he does. Saying that he will never, never he will not call him out. It's not happening. It will never happen. That is crap. That is crap. Because you are not putting the interest of my United above your own petty sentiments. So that is crap to me. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I feel about Ole and Jamie Carragher. Jamie Carragher also went on to say that even if they won a trophy, he won't still be good enough if Ole this season is able to win an FA Cup or Europa League. It won't still be good enough for him to continue as manager of this club. And I agree with him. United as a club should be aiming for the biggest trophies, the Premier League, the Champions League, not settle for FA Cup, Carabao Cup, or Europa League. Those should be uh, bonuses. They should be the cream of the... They shouldn't be the... the. They should be the tip of the iceberg. You know? They shouldn't be what our level. But I can assure you, 
if Ole manages to win an FA Cup, the whole fan base will be will say yes, this is enough justification for him to be in a job. And I won't disagree too much if the football and this the the team's identity we can see that okay there's a clear style of play there's an identity and we are moving in the right direction i would agree but i'm not seeing any of this now and i don't think if by adventure we win the nfa cup it is still this scattergun crazy approach or shoddy approach we get into games starting games poorly um rallying around late in the game to get an equalizer or win the game that is how probably we'll win the trophy that is not good enough long term we can't continue that way we really need to step up and Ole is not really the man i hope Ole can transform this because deep down we all want him to succeed but if he can't cut it then he can't cut it let us move on this is one more year wasted as it is now we are out of a title race if we lose to Liverpool, that will seal the end of our title race. Unless there's another fantastic collapse of last season. And let's not forget, Newcastle, if they survive this season, then in a few years, they will begin to challenge the big boys. So, we have to take all these things into consideration. So, Ole really needs to shape up or shape out but as we all know you can't give what you don't have so that's my take on this topic so if any of you guys have a contrary view please leave a send a message and i'll respond to it on the next episode thank you for listening have a good week ahead of you i'll see you after our next champions league game with atalanta on wednesday bye for now